for joining us today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today on our Let's Wrap program, we're going to be introducing our brand new series entitled Gifts of the Spirit. I am so excited about this new series. How many of you guys are aware that our Heavenly Father have given us gifts? Yes, that's right, gifts. There are gifts out there just for you, a gift that you may not even be aware of that you have. You just need to find out what it is and unwrap it. Throughout this entire series, our main scripture is going to be coming from 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, beginning at the first verse through the eighth verse. I am going to be reading from the Amplified Bible. I love the way that translation read. Let's read. Now about spiritual gifts. Brethren, I do not want you to be misinformed. You know that when you were heathens, you were led off at the idols that could not speak as impulse directed and whatever the occasion might arise. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit of God can ever say God be cursed and no one can say Jesus is Lord, except by under the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit. Now, there are distinctive verities and distributions of endowment. In other words, gifts, extraordinary powers distinguished in certain Christians due to the power of divine grace operating in their soul by the Holy Spirit. And they vary, but the Holy Spirit remains the same. And there are distinctive varieties of services and administrations, but it is the same Lord who serve. There are distinctive varieties of operation and of workings to accomplish things, but it is the same God who inspires and energizes them all. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence, the spiritual illumination of the spirit and of good and profit to one is given in through the Holy Spirit, the power to speak, the message of wisdom, to another, the power to express, the word of knowledge and understanding according to the same Holy Spirit, to another, wonder working, faith by the same Holy Spirit, to another, extraordinary powers of healing by the Spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophetic sight, the gifts of interpreting the divine will and purpose to another, the ability to discern, distinguish between the utterance of truth, spirits and false ones to another, various kinds of unknown tongues to another, the ability to interpret such tongues. All these gifts, achievements and abilities are inspired and brought to pass by the same Holy Spirit who portion to each person individually exactly as he choose. Now I'm aware that was a lot, but don't worry. We're going to get this again and again. This series will go on for the next three months for the month of February, March, and April. We're going to cover all nine gifts of the spirit. These are not all of the gifts of the spirit. This particular passage is talking about the nine gifts. Now we see here in this particular passage that it was the apostle Paul telling the Corinthians that the grace of God was given unto them in Jesus Christ so that they would not be lacking in spiritual gifts. Since every Christian has been given the Holy Spirit, he has the potential to demonstrate the particular gift which has been given to him. Now, the intent of this passage to the Corinthians 
is first to exhort the Corinthians to seek God's grace. And then it was to reveal father through the manifestation of the gifts that God had given unto them. God want us to know that there are gifts out there that he has given each and every one of us as believers. These are gifts given from God to the believer through the working of his Holy Spirit. It is only through the Spirit of God that you can authentically move in these gifts. Today, I am just giving you background information pertaining to these spiritual gifts that the Holy Spirit has given us. These gifts of the Holy Spirit, again, are given by God to build up the body of Christ. Not everyone will always move in all of these gifts of the Spirit. The nine gifts are listed in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10. The first one that's listed is the word of wisdom. The second is the word of knowledge. The third is faith. The fourth one is the gifts of healing. The fifth is the working of miracles. The sixth is prophecy. The seventh is discerning of spirits. The eighth is diverse kinds of tongues. The tenth is interpretation of tongues. Now, throughout my study, I found that scholars have divided these nine gifts into three separate categories. That is how we will cover them as we go through this series. I will be covering the first category of this series. The first category of this series is categorized as revelatory or gifts of revelation. These are the ones that are included in the gifts of revelation, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirit. The second category is categorized as vocal or gifts of utterance. They are listed as diverse kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy. The third category is categorized and listed as power or gifts of power. And they are listed as faith, miracles, and gifts of healing. Now, throughout this series, we're going to be covering all nine of those gifts in detail. It is my belief that through the power of the Holy Spirit, that if you listen to this podcast and earnestly desire to know what your gift is, by the time this series is over, the Holy Spirit will have revealed to you what your gift is. There is some basic truth about the operation of these gifts in the Spirit. So let's wrap. Gifts are not the same as the fruit of the Spirit. We should not confuse the gifts of the Spirit with the fruit of the Spirit. Now, we know when we read Galatians, the fifth chapter, the 22nd to the 23rd verse, it gives us a list of what the fruit of the Spirit is. And we know that the fruit of the Spirit is an attribute that should be visible in the life of the true believer. The listing of those, the fruit of the Spirit is listed as love, joy, peace, forbearance, which is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are the uh, attributes of the Holy Spirit or of the fruit of the Spirit that should be evident in our life. The fruit of the Spirit, these are not gifts. This is something that is produced in us through our walk with God. Keep in mind, in this particular series, we are covering the nine gifts of the Spirit. We should also not confuse our spiritual gifts with our natural talents. Many of us are born with multiple talents, such as art, such as music, such as, as really science or able to break down things, or we have multiple talents that the Lord has given us, but they're not to be confused with the spiritual gifts of the Holy Spirit. 
Also, we're going to be accountable for the spiritual gifts that God has invested in us. God is expecting spiritual income from our gifts that he has given. He is expecting us to go out and to use these gifts for his glory and his honor that we might bring others into him, that they might be used, that he may be glorified. Now, as we begin to look at some more basic truths pertaining to the spiritual gifts of God, um, only believers have an authentic spiritual gift. Only believers have authentic spiritual gifts. What do I mean by that? I mean, there are those who do have powers out there. There are those who do operate under the power of a spiritual realm, but they're not under the power of the Holy Spirit. They're under the guidance of familiar spirits or demonic powers. They're what I call counterfeits. I believe that we're all born with gifts, but the difference is many have chosen to use those gifts for their own personal gain of money or for their own glory or for the bidding of Satan to do evil or to bring harm to other people. So by knowing that, it is evident that they are not operating under the authentic gift of God. They're not operating under the unction or the guidance of the Holy Spirit. For example, there are psychics, there are witches, there are hypnosis, tarot card readers, palm readers. These things are not of God, and you should be extremely careful if you're opening up the doors of your spirit man to these things. Now, every Christian has at least one gift. I hope you're listening to me today. Every believer has at least one gift. You might be saying, Elder Walker, I don't have a gift. I don't know what you're talking about. I want you to know that though you do not understand what that gift is, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that it does that it's not there. You just have to seek God and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what that gift is. Be encouraged. Take the time to discover your gift. An unopened gift is useless and worthless to the kingdom of God. What does that mean? That means if you never take the time to open up the gift, it's not going to serve you any purpose. If you never take the time to open up the gift that's been given to you, it's worthless. It's just sitting there in a box. You don't have no idea what that gift is. You don't know, have no idea what the value of that gift is. You don't, you have no idea what you could do to bless someone else through that gift. If you never take the time to unwrap your gift or discover what that gift might be. Now, I have found when it comes to gifts, there's two common problems in the church or two common problems among the body of believers, the gift envy and the gift protection. There is no reason to envy any uh, another person's gift, none whatsoever. God has given everyone his own gift. Seek God about your gift. Learn what your gift is. Gift protection. Stop hiding your gifts. Don't be afraid to share it with others or to do whatever God has called you to do. Use your gift the way he has given it to you to use, the way he has given it to you to do it. I remember when I first got saved, I heard the scripture. It says, don't fear man, but fear God who has the power to destroy both body and soul. There is no reason to fear man. Why? Because there is nothing that man can do to you or about the gift that God has given you. No man can take your gift. These gifts are from God. Gifts or for common good. As I stated before, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are given by God to the believers. They are given for the benefit of others and not for ourselves. They are given to help us effectively minister to the needs of God's people and to bring a greater understanding of who he is by informing the church and individual people through us 
in the working of these gifts. So the gifts that God has given us are for the common good. Another basic truth about the gifts of God is the Holy Spirit decide what gifts you will get. You have no say so in the matter. The Holy Spirit is the one who will decide. God himself gives these gifts for his own use. So he is the one who is deciding who's going to get the gift. They are not gifts for you. You can't pray about this thing. You can't decide, God, please, please, please. You can't beg your way through this thing. The word of God says the Holy Spirit decides. In 1 Corinthians 12 and 11, it says, dividing unto every man separately as he will separately as God will, separately as the Holy Spirit will, not as we will, but as he will. Now I will say this, if you already have a gift and you know what your gift is, you can pray to God to give you wisdom on how to use that gift more effectively for his glory. You can learn more about the gift to be able to effectively operate in the gift for the glory of God. Many times we as people see someone operating in a gift and now we want to do it the way they do it. We want to be like them. Well, that's not your gift. Or that may not be the way God called you to do it. Or God may not have given you that gift at all. I urge you to seek God to find out throughout this series what it is that he has for you. What's inside of your box? What is the gift inside the box that he has given you? Each gift is important to the body of Christ. This is a big one. There is no big gifts or little gifts. The prophet is no better than the miracle worker. The miracle worker is no better than the one who interprets tongues. We are all members of one body. The Bible says, but all these worketh that one and the self-same spirit, which is God's Holy Spirit. All of these gifts are combined in that one body, which becomes one and is the same self-spirit as God. It's God's spirit that is doing the work. When we use our gifts together, we all benefit. No one receives all the gifts. We are all members of one body. Each one has his own place and his own function within that body. No one receives all the gifts. No single gift is given to everyone. In 1 Corinthians 12 and 29, it asks the question, are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all have the gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Everyone won't have the same gifts. More basic truths about the spiritual gifts. What I can tell you is that a lack of love will hinder your gift from being effective. Yes, like a love renders your gift. It causes it to be ineffective. Now we look at the latter part of 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter and the 31st verse. It tells us, or he, Apostle Paul was talking, and he was telling them, you can covet whatever you call the best gift. Whatever you think is the best gift. If you're coveting and you're thinking that prophecy is the best gift, if you think miracle working is the best gift, if you think interpretations is the best gift of tongues, if you think that tongues itself is the best gift, if you think that faith is the best gift, Whatever you think the best gift is, if you think that's the best gift, you can want that, you can cover that with your, all of your heart. But the Apostle Paul comes back to say, and he summed it up very well. He said, I will show you a more excellent way. So as we begin to look at 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, 1 through 3, the Apostle Paul goes on to tell us what the greatest gift is, what the best gift is. He says that the greatest of these gifts is love. 
We have to operate in our spiritual gifts that the Holy Spirit has given us under the spirit of love. These gifts will be rendered or will be ineffective if we don't operate them in love. When love is not present, instead of operating under the Holy Spirit, the person begins to operate in themselves. They begin to exalt flesh, causing them therefore to operate in the flesh. And when the person operates in the flesh, many people of God, many, many people of God have been wounded and hurt whenever this happens. Another basic truth is we must faithfully use our gifts that the Holy Spirit has given us. First Timothy 4 and 14, it lets us know, do not neglect the gift which is in you. So it is your job. It is your responsibility to find out what that gift is that's in you. The Bible tells us, do not neglect the gift that's in you. That special inward endowment which has been directly imparted unto you by the Holy Spirit. You are not to neglect your gift that's been given to you. First Corinthians 4 and 2 tells us, Moreover, it is essentially required of a steward that a man should be found faithful. So we have to be proven or prove ourselves to be worthy of trust. When you have a gift and you refuse to use it, you are cheating others. God gave us these gifts to be used for his kingdom so that we might faithfully use the gift for his glory. Now, if you're listening to me today, I want you to know that God has made you a steward over the gifts that he has given you. You are not to neglect your gift. We have to water our gifts. We have to feed our gifts. That, that might mean that we have to study up on the gift. That means that you may need to learn more about how to operate in the particular gift that the Lord has given you. We are commanded to discover and develop our spiritual gifts. Love your gift. When you love something or somebody, you do whatever it takes to cultivate that love. God is commanding us that we develop, that we discover our gift. Be a good steward. When you are steward over something, you watch over it. You protect it. You care about it. You are faithful to the ministry of it. You do whatever it takes. You don't misuse it and you don't abuse it. You are the steward over that gift. And the last basic truth is when we use our gifts to the glory of God, it should cause not only ourselves, but the church to grow. For because of him, the Holy Spirit, and this is Ephesians 4 and 16, it reads, because of him, the Holy Spirit, the whole body, the church, and all its various parts, closely joined and firmly knitted together by the joints and the ligaments which it is supplied. When each part with power of the Holy Spirit adapts to its need is properly working in all its function, grows to full maturity, building itself up in love. Exactly what is that saying to us today? What it's saying is when we as a body of Christ get in our rightful places, when we accept our individual gifts from God and then closely join them firmly knitted together, then each part of the body, which is the church, will adapt to the needs of the body, to the church. When each gift is properly working under the power and under the unction of the Holy Ghost, the church will come to maturity and it will begin to build itself up in love that we might take that love, the love of God, and supply it to all the world. When that happens, I'm telling you today, church, and I feel this thing in my, quote, shout out our both side. I feel this thing in my spirit. When that happens, 
when that day fully comes, there is going to be explosion in the spirit realm. And there is going to be a revival that's going to break out, started by God himself, like none other that we have ever seen before on the face of this earth. If you are listening to me today, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. I'm telling you, you need to grab a hold of this teaching, stir up that gift that's inside of you, open up that box and begin to use it for the glory of God. The effective use of our spiritual gifts was the key to the rapid multiplication in the early church in the New Testament. And the same holds true today. When we look at Acts, the second chapter in the 43rd verse, it says, and fear came upon every soul and the apostles did many wonders and signs and all that believed were together and all had things in common. I'm telling you, if the body of Christ, if the body of believers will ever get together, the spiritual kingdom of Satan is in trouble. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you today. God, we thank you in advance for what you're going to do throughout this series, oh Father. I believe that the people that are listening to this series, oh God, that their life will never be the same again. God, that you're going to open up their spiritual eyes and their understanding to the things of you, oh Father. God, that you're going to stir up the gift that's inside of their bellies, oh Father. Lord, I just thank you for what you're doing even now, God. I thank you for how you're moving, God. I ask that you would open up their spiritual eyes that they might see you. Open up their spiritual ears that they may hear you. Open up their spiritual hearts that they might receive your word, oh God. Help them come into the full knowledge and the understanding of what their spiritual gift is. God, whether it be word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, gifts of healing, word, working the miracles, oh God, whether it be prophecy, discerning of spirits, diverse kinds of tongues, whether it be interpretation of tongue, whatever their gift is, oh God, make it clear, oh God, make it evident to them, oh God, and let them be about your business once they find out, oh God, that they might study, that they might do what they need to do, oh God, to be able to effectively operate under the power of your Holy Spirit through these gifts. Lord, we thank you. We bless your name. We praise you today, God. We know that all things are done through you, by you, oh God. God, we just love you. We magnify you and we bless your name today. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I don't want to close without taking the time to thank each and every person that listens to the podcast. We ask that you would continue to listen, to like, to share, to comment. If you're listening to us by way of podcast, go to our Facebook page, which is Joshua Ministry Walker on Facebook and be a part of our Facebook family. We want you to know that we do appreciate each and every one of you who support this ministry by listening and sharing the gospel. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until the next time.